to In at Side. I'm Dom Harbin. I'm joined by Neil Williamson, Dave Brooks, Peter Bracken, and AD the Scott Glosterman. How are you this evening, gents? Very good, Dom. Evening. Good, good. So you're probably thinking um, <laughs> it's a bit of a different format this week. We normally are speaking to an ex-player on his own, sort of grilling him on his career, trying to dig the dirt. Um, but Neil come up with this pretty, uh, pretty surreal idea Tuesday night, I think. Uh, yeah. Brandon, my recording tonight is Wednesday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got a few, got a few rugby fans and faces from the home nations. Um, obviously, to fit in with the Six Nations. Um, so, just going to recap some games, get your honest opinions. Um, no holding back. Um, we may have to edit some bits out, but you know that can be done. So, uh, yeah, we'll just crack on. Uh, obviously, no representation from Italy and France. Do some late substitutions, we'll say. Um, Brexit. Brexit, that's what it was. Brexit. <laughs> yeah, we'll just blame Brexit. Brexit and COVID combination. Um, so, obviously, Italy, France, kick off Six Nations. There's been a few questions about Italy's participation, a lot with Georgia getting their, getting their show, show their face in the Autumn Nations Cup. Probably not as much as they'd like to, but they, they did get in there. Um, I mean, France put 50 points on them. You know, young, very young squad. Arguably the best scrum half in the world. What were we expecting a 50 50 10 spank in there? I wasn't surprised if I'm honest. Um, but I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think France looked special this year. Um, I think they could have put another 30 on them easily. But I don't know what what was anyone else's thoughts. Did everyone else watch the game? Yep. And I, I just think that DuPont is is something else, Neil. He's he's a player on another level. Um, I, I just think that what the French management are doing is they're moulding a team around him. And rightly so. You've got a star in that squad and it's him. And people will be paying good money to watch that guy and that guy alone. And he literally will light up this Six Nations, I think, in the same vein at, at, that Stuart Hogg will for, for Scotland. Um, I, DuPont is, is just, he just takes me back to the flair... Um, and the wizardry that the French had in the 70s and the 80s. And, it, and it's great because the Six Nations needs a strong France. Needs a strong six teams, full stop. But, you know, France withered, didn't they, for, for a good decade and they, and they wobbled. They're now back and they're yeah. back with a bang. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was showing that DuPont, man of the match, and he played, what, 55 minutes, I think it was? 60 minutes? Yeah. You know, to, to, to not play a full game, you know, arguably in... And dominate the game that much to, to warrant man the matches is, is a credit in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and the French pack looking pretty dominant too, um, if I'm honest. I think when you've got 50 points on the board, you don't really want to ruin your best players, you know. So, Definitely. you know, the job's done. Yeah. Get your, you know, get the guys off the pitch. Um, and then, you know, they're playing a lot of rugby. Yeah. Um, you know, injuries, you know, they, they're taking big hits all the time, you know. So, mm squad preserving your squad and um, once the job's done it's got to yeah. be part yeah. of it yeah, yeah. I, from an Irish point of view I'm, I'm getting a bit scared of France as mm -hmm. in the potential in France is always far probably far beyond all the Six Nations teams and the only one with the depth and whatever is England England I think have the same potential got to a World Cup Final, um, I like France were brilliant up until professionalism came in, 
And, you know, it did, it, I played a year over in France. It does, professionalism doesn't suit their lifestyle. They can't have to smoke. Well, they do. That's the problem. You know, like, you know, they have the smokes, they have the coffee, you know, they have their baguettes and their whatever. And, you know, uh, but, and then they went all big, uh, bish bash bosh. Like, you know, big forwards, big backs, try to play a power game like South Africa, like like England or whatever, but they're not. They're not English. They're French. So now yes. they've kind of come back to typical France, a set of hard front, uh, hard men up front and then just flash and talent and skills out the backs. And not only have they just 15, they're probably 40 guys that can fit in and out, like, you know, which... Um, you know, so it, it's it is kind of scary the potential that they have, and now with the likes of Sean Edwards in there, bringing a bit of discipline and a bit of um for them, you know, they've probably the best of both worlds now. They're probably taken now at this stage after 25 30 years, taken start to decide to go professional, plus mm. bringing a, the Frenchness into it. So, yeah. who knows? Yeah, it could be a few good years for, for France. I think it's good for everyone. Like like Pete was saying, we need six strong teams in the Six Nations. And for years, well, for you know, obviously it's flip-flop, but for the last sort of decade, England of England and Wales to a certain extent have, have dominated Ireland, have been strong, haven't necessarily all come up come up with the goods, but they've you know they've they've come in. But but for, I as a kid, I always remember France were used to dominate the Six Nations, used to absolutely run run the teams ragged and and I think it can only benefit rugby as a whole for, for all these teams to improve. Um, and I mean, you know, I well, I will get onto it in a minute, but I think England are going the other way, unfortunately. Um, but is it all yeah. cyclical though, Neil? You know, because like like yeah. you say, it was France, then it was England, then it was Wales, you know, and Ireland have been there or thereabouts, you know, and you, you look at Italy and and 20 years in the Six Nations and you know, every season you look at a, a, a potential scalp. Well, 20 yeah. years on, you've got to be looking at getting more than a potential scalp, surely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what would your thoughts be then, Dave? Would you would you replace Italy with Georgia? You know, oh. You, oh God, I mean... That's a you massive look at, question. It is a, it is a massive question because, you know, the six... Well, you know, the five that became six, you know, you go back to when was it? 1900, when the four became five, when France joined. And it it took the French 20, 25 years to, to start winning, didn't it? So yeah. you then ask the question, it's that old... It's that old maxim, you know, it's like when Ferguson took over United, it took him three years to, to actually start to get the wins under the belt. And yeah. you've got to look surely at world rugby, you know, what are they doing to help the likes of, you know, Treviso, et cetera, and, and the Italian teams and, and, you know, a lot of those Italian players, they, they play in the French league, don't they? You know, some play in, you know, the English premiership and other leagues around the world, but in terms of helping them as a country, because there's something fundamentally wrong there when it comes to internationals, you know, and it's sad. You, you, as Dom said, that that's a hell of a question. You know, what, what do you do with them? I, yeah. I don't know is the honest answer. I think, I think um, it also takes a while to sort of gather uh, a mass of supporters to actually mm -hmm. get behind the rugby team as well. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of undo a little bit, a, a little bit of that good if you were to bring in Georgia. Um, yeah. Now I'm not saying that Georgia don't have a nation that would get behind the rugby mm -hmm. team um, because anybody, you know, anybody does, 
you know, people are brought to, you know, every every variety of sport. And the minute you start competing at an international level, it yeah. starts to bring in an interest that you might not have had historically. Yeah. Um, but um, Italy, <clears throat> yeah, it's... <laughs> It is. It's it's a difficult one. It's one. I mean, Scotland still struggle against Italy. You know, we we can still have an off day, um, mm. and still make a game of it. You know, and still not score quite enough points to get as clear or, or be on the wrong side of it. But um, yeah, for everybody else, it seems to be a bit of a walk in the park. You know, a sort of thirty-five mm. plus points. You know, <laughs> thirty-five was, points on a bad day. Was it yeah. mistake age? Do you reckon taking game. them to the to the Olympico, you know, moving from the Flaminio, because that was a 25, 30,000 maximum capacity stadium. And then you go into this Olympic stadium that holds 70 to 80,000. Was it a bit of a, a mistake doing that? Because all of a sudden you're taking that, it was almost an atmosphere of yeah. barbarism at, 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 at the Flaminio, wasn't it? The, the players were like almost sort of crowded by the crowd and that, that seemed to feed on the Italians. Was that a mistake moving away, do, do we reckon? I don't know. Yeah, I think you you know you lose a certain bit of atmosphere. Also, I think to note this year, Italy, you know, teams have been hampered with injuries, but Italy in particular have have uh, got a lot of their bigger names out this year. To be fair to them, mm. um, and you know, it comes back to that balance. Yeah, you bring we bring Georgia up, but we may, you know, and empower them as a nation, rugby wise. But we could completely unravel the progress yeah. we have made with Italy. Mm. Could we I mean, move it to seven nations? Seven nations, wow. Yeah. I mean, it would last longer. I'm up for that. But I mean, yeah, no, I <laughs> what, about a, what about a two-tier system? You know, like a, a, a top and a bottom six nations, if, if you like. So you could bring in some other minor teams to then play to go into the top tier six nations. I mean, would that work? Or Because then you would, you, would, you would still inspire the teams to, to want to get to that top group, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think it's a yeah. nice idea, but I don't think there's enough money in it for... To 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 uh, tickle the frenzy of some of the uh, the bigger teams in the Six Nations, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I think just for competition, like it could work the other way. Like we're scared of getting rid of Italy, but what about the competition of every year? Like first of all, you know, it'd be awful to be Georgia, like to be winning that second tier competition ever and not getting a look in. So yeah, if you look at fairness. Then I think deserve to go up. I would, I would chance it because and. You know, does that give a kind of a boot in the backside to Italy? It may do. Um, and if if it's one down every year, well, every second year Italy have, will probably come back up anyway. So, like, will they move on or will they go backwards? I I don't know. Um, but I do know, like, it, um, Connor Connor O'Shea brought in an awful lot of structural changes there. And it's funny, he brought another Irish guy in with him, uh, Stephen Abood, who wouldn't, a very Irish name, Abood. (laughs) 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 But anyway, O'Shea and Abood. (laughs) Anyway, but but Stephen Abood was like, um, he like developed all the academy programs and everything in Ireland. And Mm. You know, uh, Ireland only got really properly good and competing year on year, like the last 10 years, 10, 15 years, we'd have a good run. But before that, we might win one or two games. And so he, he but Dave, but it took him, it took him 50, 
you know, 10, 15 years to get that through. Like when I started off playing rugby, there was no academy. There was no academies. Mm. So now there is, right? So um, so he's doing the same in Italy. And, you know, I think given enough time, it will come through. Mm. But also mm. the Italy are doing okay at under 20s. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're winning a few games at under 20s. And will that structure eventually come true? Now, the guys have been there four or five years. And, you know, everyone goes on a five-year plan. Well, surely we should be seeing results now. But, you know, do you need to give them a... It's hard to know. It's hard to know, isn't it? It's. Um... I, I think as well, Pete, World Rugby's got an obligation to to help them. They got them into the, the yeah. championship back in 2000. It would be absolutely appalling if they said now... 21, 22, 23 years later, you know, that's it. We, we, we've, we've given you a go. We're going to go back on our way. They, they can't do that. They, yeah. they, you know, they need a bit of a helping hand. But, you know, going back to, to you know, the start now earlier about being walloped 50 points by France, you know what, let's wait for the next couple of games and yeah. see what France do to Ireland, to Scotland, to Wales and to England as well. Because if everyone else is going to be given an absolute pasting, then it's yeah. not just Italy that have, that have got a problem. Yeah, yeah. all back are off then, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, no, just... Oh, go on, I, Pete. Carry on. I don't think World Rugby, like... Like, have World Rugby, Rugby at the soul of what they do like. Is rugby, developing Rugby mm. in places like Italy, uh, it's supposedly World Rugby is there to help Rugby, but does it? In my opinion, like they've shafted the Pacific Islanders for the last 20 years. And it's taken a documentary from Dan Leo and a few other guys to highlight the abuse of, you know, Pacific Island players all over the world and and everything. And how, you know, so if they can't look after Fiji, Samoa and Tonga, are they going to really look after Italy? And I can see World Rugby, they have their eye in a big prize in their eyes, the likes of the United States. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, okay, they're putting a lot into Japan. So greed can 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 lead to a lot of decisions. So yeah. you know, if you're world, world rugby and rugby is your main priority, well then of course you look after Italy. But if you're world rugby and money's your most important influencer, well then you're looking at the states, you're looking at Japan, you're looking at China. Yeah. Like there's Olympic medals to be won in rugby, even though it's rugby sevens, but can you develop 15s? You know, so um, I I don't particularly trust the word rugby. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's, it's yeah, but uh, who knows? Like, it, it, it could, six nations could be the 10 nations. Like, could you bring yeah. in USA? Um, add to that, point, bring in Georgia. How many are we up to now? With the, with the clubs, you know, uh, so obviously they protest at the moment you know you lose yeah. your best players for a bit yeah. if it mm. becomes 10 nations then we're in for a long you know it's it's almost another world cup every yeah. season you know yeah. yeah actually yeah you're that's right and great point comes too um, many games you know so but. yeah just uh, just moving on then uh, AD I imagine you'll enjoy this Neil <laughs> you're going to have a job <laughs> trying to defend Saturday uh, England six, <laughs> England six, Scotland eleven. I mean, I've got opinions on it. Flattering scoreline, I think. It. To be honest, um, scoreline definitely. Scoreline. Ad, do you want to go first on this? 
Um, it might be another 38 years until uh, you get that again. We've been, we've been waiting a long time for it. So, you know, I, I must admit, I was conscious not to rub it in too much because I know it comes round oh so yeah. often for us. You know, we're used, to, we're used to being on the wrong end of big res- of results like that. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, the stats, the possession, mm. you know, the number of attempts. I don't remember England getting into our 22. No. And it, you know, that, that I think there was a bit of banter on uh, Facebook or whatever. <laughs> a few people saying, "Oh, the referee in the first half." I I thought a few of the decisions were a little bit on the soft side, but we were the team with the ball going forward, so mm-hmm. the luck tends to roll with you. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's one of those. If you if you're going forward, you seem to come away with the results. You know, you come away with the penalties. You know. The other team automatically is seen as trying to disrupt the ball, and therefore you will lose those penalties. But um, you know, the sending off, oh, sorry, the yellow card, totally fair enough. You know, Finn Russell deserved his yellow, and the other one, you know, again taken round the neck, off you go. Yeah, for ten, you know, do your ten minutes in the bin. I don't think there was anything. Yeah, you know, controversial. <laughs> I must yeah. admit, last. Last 10 minutes of the game, I was nervous as hell. Yeah. And when England almost got that, almost got that interception, you know, we were playing pretty open rugby and it was, you know, we were trying to still play and still play. And Mm. I love to watch Scotland when they are doing that. You know, it's something I love to watch any team when they're playing that way, to be honest, but when you're throwing the ball around. Yeah. But at that point, it's risky rugby, you know, Mm. almost play like an old traditional England, you know, stick the jump. The ball up your jumper and kick it to the corners. Boring yeah. as hell, but it wins you games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy yeah, I enjoy Gregor Townsend and what he's doing with the team. Yeah, you know he's playing, you know, to Finn Russell's strengths, to Hog Hog's strengths. I thought the new, I thought um, Redpath's, you know, Redpath then. Fantastic, I thought he had a great it? game for a young boy, small. You know, he's not a big player. No. And I thought he just came in and he, you know, he just, he, he, he looked good. He, he, you know, he, he, you know, he just kind of, he, he fitted in quite nicely, you know, yeah. but yeah, if, uh, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised on Saturday. I was expecting a different result and uh, I must say I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I was expecting like a fa- cheeky Facebook message or something, AD. I'll normally get one when Scotland do us over. But, uh, <laughs> and there was a bit of Scotland to Scotland posting going on there. I was conscious not to yeah. really, a little bit, you know, <laughs> had we been in the pub and a few pints uh, the wiser, then I'm sure that I'm sure there'd have been some more messages flying around. But uh, um, talking of being yeah. uh, a few pints to the wiser, uh, Neil Williamson certainly was on Saturday. We had a uh, <laughs> Zoom call um, with a few of the few of the lads watching the game. Um, yep. I mean, Neil, do you uh, you don't really know what's going on the best of times? Do you remember, remember the game, the uh, on oh. Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember a fair bit of it. To be fair, um, no, all I can say is um, those who, uh, Aidy, you mentioned some people like I didn't go to the ref where, the ref, I thought the ref had a great game. I didn't, can't remember anything in particular he got wrong or anything like that. Scotland, pure and simple, deserved the win. They wanted yeah. it more. Uh, they turned up. England just looked a shell of the four themselves. They looked like they were just going through the motions on the training pitch, which evidently showed. Mm-hmm. Um, they were one-dimensional. 
um, they were just kicking the ball back to Scotland every two minutes. We were just playing into Scotland's hands because you've got like the likes of Finn Russell and Stuart Hogg who can put the ball on a bloody two-pence from the, their bloody try line. So why the bloody hell would you keep kicking the ball back? And it was just like watching bloody England in the 90s again. You know, kick, 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 kick. Just would try and get possession. Oh, no, shit kick. Not quite made it. Let's do another box kick. Oh, no, we've given them the ball back. They've made ground. It just seems that... No plan everyone, B, was everyone, there? All the other teams seem to be progressing and, and bringing on new things. And to me, it seems like England are going the other way. It seems like England are going back to what they think has worked in the past, which bloody didn't back then. You know, so... I mean... Yeah, I can't take anything away from Scotland. They played very, very well. And, you know, it was it was a good game. But it, in the sense of... I mean, it's frustrating as an England fan to watch just because, you know, uh, you know, everyone had an off game. I mean, who is it? But he, um, Johnny May must have dropped about four or five balls. Um, you know, you had the you had Dan Robson come on at nine and he... I don't think he had a very good game. He was just booting the ball away every two minutes. Um and I just don't think their minds were on it. Like you say, I mean, you know, Billy with that stupid bloody tackle where he just grabbed him around the neck. And I just, yeah, I, it, it just, I almost felt from the first five minutes that Scotland were going to win and they deserved to. So, yeah. So, um, obviously, a lot of the, well, a couple of Sarri's boys who have not been playing regularly mm-hmm. in that squad, Billy V in particular, looking... Not looking fit. Not looking particularly fit. Farrell not looking as sharp as he was. I didn't think Atojo had a terrible game. Um, I feel like we gave away a lot of penalties um, front five, um, a lot of the breakdown, you know, going for silly balls and stuff. But, you know, does Eddie Jones, you know, arguably drop Farrell, the captain, and Billy V? You know, if they're not getting match fitness, how can they be expected to to uh, to play the internationals? Or do we think they're going to be rested and they'll be up for it? It's an unpopular opinion, but I would bloody drop them. Because we're going down the dangerous route of, sorry to swear, gentlemen, but going down the route of football where people are picked on their name, not on their form. And that's a very dangerous way to go because at the end of the day, you're then going to be missing out on all these players that are absolutely on the form of their lives for the sake of a name that's not playing very well. You know, it's ridiculous. You need to drop the big names every now and again. In my agree with that, Pete, as a, uh, as a former player, how are they going to be feeling, do you reckon? Rested or... or- a bit rusty. Yeah, a bit rusty. It's, I, I would normally agree with you, Neil, as in, you know, the best players play, best players, the players playing the best rugby play. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what your name is or whatever. Um, yeah. Only little caveat to that is it's an exceptionally unusual situation that yeah. the Saris lads are in because... Yeah. They don't have the proper game time to match fitness, but how else are they going to get it? You know, they'll get a certain amount, like they're playing no rugby. So, but then is is it an opportunity to give fit guys, you know, where they are, um, what they've done in the past? You know, is a chance to drop the, uh, you know, give other guys a go? And, you know, come the summer or whenever, and Saris are back up in the Premiership. The guys get more game time. I, yeah. it's it's a it's a, bl- a bloody tricky one. It's a, it's a tough one on the Saris players because you probably know you're training as hard as you can. They're probably in the gym. They're all doing all that stuff, but they're not match fit. Yeah, you know, and that's 
different yeah, type of how they're going to get match fit, you know. So um, now we in Ireland, there's a few older lads that they've no excuses. Um, you know, they're not in sorry, you know, older guys that aren't performing and why not give other young guys a chance? You know, I'd, I'd be dropping a few senior names off the Irish team before I drop a few senior teams names off the English team, to be honest. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Scot- like Scotland and France were the teams of the weekend. They played yeah. fantastic rugby. And I hope, you know, I'm sure they will because Gregor, I think Gregor Towns is a brilliant, brilliant coach. He gets the players behind his. He's done great stuff the last couple of years. And, you know, Scotland have taken a couple of scalps and whatever. But do you know what? It'd be nice to see Scotland bloody taking more than just one or two scalps, like actually really winning the bloody game. Yeah, it's one of those you've seen. Uh, certainly, you know, past past ten years, we've had times where we've dominated teams, but just not been able to turn that into into points. Yeah. You know, we've been camped on people's five meter lines, and you know, we've been up against fantastic defence, yeah. and for whatever reason, Scotland have never really just been able to turn maybe breaks where you've got lots of possession, you know, lots of pressure, and that pressure has never really resulted in points. And even on, you know, even on Saturday, you know, we, okay, we missed a couple of kicks. Um, They were kickable kicks, but, you know, it happens. Um, But, you know, there were certainly eight points on the table that we could have had, um, or maybe... Maybe five five points are definite. Eight was a push because one of the kicks was a bit of a bit of a stretch, maybe a Hastings kick. But um, yeah, you know, so but four, you, you, four, you, four chances for a try and we get one of them. But sorry, Aidy, I was going to say you've been past, where you know? we were back in nineteen ninety to yeah, two thousand and five, yeah. and and Definitely. a lot of people have said it's up there. It's in it's in the head because. Where we were, we we didn't know how to convert that pressure into winning a game, and That's because it. we couldn't believe we could win the game, and it took yeah. one scalp, then the confidence starts gradually going up and up and up, and it it's all it's not about physical ability; it's all about what's upstairs in the head. Do you yeah. believe it? Yeah, I know that, and that's it. It's just getting those the players the confidence to say, right, no, we can do this. You know, this is yeah. You know, we we got to go on. We know how we can play. We know we can play together. And then you know, and just stringing those those scores together, you know, converting yeah, that pressure and territory into points, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but yeah, no, yeah, I was uh, obviously you know, as a for a Scotsman watching on Saturday was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, it's, it's it's tough for me to say commiserations to England, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's you know. Like, We've waited a long time for it, so majority of people on you know online have been gracious with it. So you know the nose rubbing has maybe been less than you know. Yeah, you know, chariot wheels for sale and things like that. You know? <laughs> I have a I have seen a few uh, Calcutta Cup winners yeah, yeah. memorial T-shirts online. So uh... <laughs> like MOT MOT centres offering free chariot wheels and things. Like that. <laughs> no worries. Um, right. Well, uh, we'll come on to the final game of the weekend: Wales Ireland. Obviously, a twenty-one sixteen win. Um, game sort of marred by red card. 
thoughts on that? Personally, I think that is red card all day long. I've heard others saying online and you know in the in the uh, in the rugby chats that they don't think it is that the game's gone soft. But at the end of the day, shoulder to head, you know, you're asking for trouble from the referee there. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, absolutely <clears throat> spot on, Tom. And um, it was quite interesting because at first. Uh, Wayne Barnes missed it, and a couple yeah. of the players actually said, look what's happened, and it wasn't until the, the TMO reviewed it, and Wayne Barnes, in all fairness to him, straight away, you know, he said to Omani, you know, it's it's to the head, and, and he's got to go, and I, I was quite surprised, I don't know about you, Pete, in terms of, you know, so early in the game, what what sort of... You know, was he just being over-exuberant and was it a bit of an accidental elbow to the head there? I, I Because is Omani that sort of player? I didn't think he was. I don't, he, I don't think the intention was to cause harm or it wasn't a dirty intention, but it was a dirty stroke, as in it was a red card straight away. You know, it was a jawbreaker, and, yeah. you know, and or a concussion at least, you know, as in... Now, he didn't go out to do that, but, and, or, or the Welsh guy, what's it, the, uh, what was his name? Um, Thomas Francis. Thomas, yeah, Francis, yes. He, he was in a really awkward position, like you rarely see it. He was kind of backwards and, you know, Matney was in full swing and, you know, when you are in the middle of a match, can you control your body to avoid that? Yeah. I don't know whether he could have avoided it, but it doesn't matter. It was it was a red card, and I think yeah. a matinee is probably a good enough player not to do that um, if it's a red card kind of offence. And look, it, it, it's a bit like that's yeah. Matinee is a, he he's aggressive and whatever, and it can it can spill over into maybe stupid stuff. But look. None, you know, none of us have been in that cauldron playing at that level, Six Nations and whatever. So, um, you know, I, his intention was not to cause harm, but he could have caused an awful lot of harm. It was definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely that's, that's a fair point. I actually think the um, the sending off actually helped Ireland. <laughs> to be honest with you, I know that sounds a bit ridiculous, but you know, the the Welsh penalty count, I counted at least half a dozen penalties after Omani got got sent off um and we there seems to be this thing isn't there that you get down to 14 men you know you you get a player sent off and all of a sudden that team that's down to 14 is galvanized by that and yeah. they say you know we're not taking this we're, we're literally taking the game i absolutely take my hat off to ireland on on sunday you know mm. uh, for being in the game well you know, the stats, we talked about stats and possession just now. It was something like 61-39 in favour of Ireland, you know, possession and territory, you know, and, and they're down to 14. Yeah. You know, and, and let's not take away from that. I, you know, yeah, I'm pleased, obviously, as a, as a Welsh supporter that, that we won the game. But I'm more concerned that we had trouble winning the game with 15, beating a side with, with, with 14. And, you know, you, you look at that and a five-point margin of victory that you know you yeah. look and say there's more there's more negatives with with wales than there is with with ireland at the moment you know and i think pivac will be hellishly relieved to have got that win i think it was yeah. just all on sunday about winning the game if it was three nil 
with a mm. penalty kick, win the game, win the It's at international level. You know, and, you know, I'm talking about an avid fan. I've never played at international level. <laughs> it's just win the game. Yeah. yeah. Win the game, you know, and, and you can't, you, 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 you can't say any more then. And um, I thought, I thought the game was exciting. Um, I thought it was, do you know what? I thought it was classic six nations, two sides going hammer and tongs, you know, and you want drama and you want tension and you want excitement, just like England, Scotland the day before. And yeah. I honestly, I had a text actually 10 minutes before the end when we were 21, 13 up and a mate of mine, and he's an England supporter. And Mark said to me, come on, where's your money? And I didn't reply to him because my money was with Ireland. Well, and I, I honestly thought that momentum was with them and literally they were, they were going to get a penalty, they were going to get a try and they were going to get the conversion to win the game by two points. And I didn't want to reply to him because <laughs> I thought Ireland are going to nick this. So yeah, relieved to get the win. Great game. Penalty count. Our indiscipline is costing us again. I thought George North was great at 13. He's still learning the outside centre role. Half penny at fullback was 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 measured was solid not spectacular there's still a lot of learning to do and under wayne pivak there's still a lot of you know our line out again was 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 just failing miserably you know at at, at times so just mightily relieved pete to to mm. get the win on on sunday um i really thought you know a lot of my my fellow welsh supporters as well thought that you were coming to town and you know you, you would nick it. Um, so yeah, just, just, I think the overwhelming sense was, was relief rather than unbridled joy, to be honest. What about Louis Rees summit? I mean, I know you've you talked to me before about him and, uh, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Neil, if, if, if you're, if you're that good, if you, if you're young enough, you're good enough or good enough, you're young, get him in, get him exposed. Um, yeah. And and he he took his try superbly, yeah. you know yeah. that that he's yeah. what is he twenty? I think he turned twenty on 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 the weekend, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, he's destined for big things. We we've got this sort of issue in Wales, you know, that when key players get injured, we we seem to have a bit of a you know a chasm there. And who do we fill the void with? But you know, he's one of these players. I think early on now that Wayne Pivak needs to wrap in cotton wool. He is an absolute gem. Yeah. He's like lightning and. You know, I, 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 I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how he goes. Do you think he's going to learn anything off, um, uh, of Johnny, or Johnny May at Gloucester, or do you, think he, do you think he can learn anything off him? I, I just, I just think the guy's got, you know, got a, got a huge future. I mean, you know, he, um, he needs to be managed well, and 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 I'm glad that actually Pivac gave him the game on on Sunday because there's always that that sort of worry that, you know, you're going to give these young players a game and then you don't, and then their confidence starts to ebb. But fair play to, to Wayne Pivak, he, he put him in, um, yeah. and, and it was just rewards. Yeah, it's that, it's that, you know, he giving him the start where he can actually make an impact on the game, whereas he may come on last 15, 20. If you're down, you're not really going to do, have much impact as a, as a winger. And if you're up, you know, everyone's going to be looking for a try. So, uh, when I saw him starting on the team sheet, I was uh, I was particularly delighted because I think that's it's, uh, really good for his development. Yeah, you know, when we we've had sort of problems. I mean, I, what was it? A year or two ago, there was another you know young player coming through the Ospreys ranks, Keelan Giles. You know, and and everybody was was getting up for him. He was another 
you know, bolter as well that, that people were sort of getting out of their seats to watch. And then he was beset with, with one or two injury problems. And, you know, if you, you know, you've got somebody else coming through and now that, you know, we found Reece Samit, he goes in. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, players like Keelan Giles may not get another sniff again, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, Definitely. yeah, it's exciting though to see these youngsters come through. And what, what were your thoughts on the Island game, and, and Peter? Is there, is there anything you'd like to add about that? Is there anything you, uh, any players you'd take the drop or maybe bring in? Uh, look, I, I was happy with the, the face, you know. Um, I think that might have been like we're known as the fighting Irish, and like without that, you know, we're, we're struggling. I don't think we had it for last year, but you know, it's great to see that back. Now, I think we've enough talent to not just that and actually play some good rugby and whatever. We defended our hearts out, so you know, hats off to the lads. Um, but you know, I, I, I yeah, it's it, it's a little bit stale, I think it's a little bit stale, it's been stale since the World Cup, but, you know, ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. I think we could have hit rock, rock bottom yeah. basically last year, and now we're kind of coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he's, he's, he's tried a few new guys. Um, I think the likes of Billy Burns. And yeah, I was just going to mention Billy Burns. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think he's got to be your option at ten. I know he had a... Uh, a bit of a blunder for want of a better word at the end of a game. And, you know, no one likes to see that, but I mean, I think he's got to be your, your 10 moving forward. Yeah. Him or someone apart from Johnny Sexton, uh, as in like, (laughs) as in for the future, you know, look, look, you can hang on to Johnny for another two years and he'll always do a job, but where do we go? Like what were, are we looking for world cups? Are we looking for, um, you know, the next thing, like just a 19, 20 year old playing for Wales on the wing, like, do we need to be bringing someone who's 38 years of age to the next World Cup or whatever? Um, it's a safe pair of hands. It's good to have in the squad, maybe, but I know what you're saying. You don't really want it to be your future. Yeah. 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 You know, it's limited, unfortunately, but yeah. Um, yeah. And we have a few good tens there. Like, it's just that they need game time. They need game time. Yeah. Like, you never know if they're up for playing international level if they don't get a game. Yeah. You know, yeah. we know what Johnny will do. So we're so give them a run out against Italy, maybe then? Or you give them oh, a absolutely. run absolutely. I'd actually I'd actually throw him in. Confidence, yeah. right? He kicked to the corner, made a feck up, the online bullying and like you see the worst of it. Like yeah. we all make mistakes. All the players got around and said, fuck it, don't worry about it. Let's get it's on funny. with it. I would actually start him to bring yeah. back his car and say, look, fuck it. It's just one thing. It'll never happen again in your career. No. And as, as Johnny Sexton said, right, okay, he could have kicked to the corner and hit it maybe 15 out, safe. You know, the, it's it's like if he but he was aiming for five meters. He was aiming for five meters. Because John and Johnny Sexton's right. Like the chances of you getting a a a mall, like the chances are we we need to mall that and score. Okay, yeah. now to, to score a mall try from 15 out is like maybe less than five percent chance that the mall will go 15 yeah. or even from 10 out. The mm. difference between 10, like so, or from five out, then you're kind of up yeah. maybe 40 percent. 
So yeah. he had to actually go and, and, and he went for it because yeah. it would have been worse to all be safe, get a line out, 15 out. And then and the worst to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... But something you know, else should have happened there after the game, Pete. Gareth Davis should have bought Billy Burns a pint because Gareth Davis potentially could have could have lost us the game there. You know, when he when he when he kicked aimlessly into yeah. midfield without holding. And as Wayne Pivak said in his press conference afterwards, yeah, one of our boys wasn't on the same sheet as <laughs> the rest of the players. You know, so you know, Gareth Davis, bit of a you know a rush of blood to the head there. He should have bought Billy Burns a pint, and as Dom said. Nobody wants to see that, and as relieved yeah. we were that 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 he did it, you know, as 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 a Welsh, I, I'd be lying if I sort of didn't didn't yelp when when it happened. But yeah. after about five or ten seconds, you think you're poor sod, you know, because, yeah. and but quite rightly, you, you're a ten, you're in that position, and and fair play to him, he went for it. You cannot take that away from him. He learned yeah. from that, you he know. Of course, of course, he will. Yeah, and we've we've two or three other tens as well. Like we've uh, Jack Carty, who's playing week in week out with Connacht, really good player. We've um, Ian Manigan yeah. up in Ulster. Um, you know, so like there's there's a bit there's two or three guys that if I think we need a ten that needs four or five games in a row. Yeah, and whoever that is, give him a try and have Johnny there to come on do his thing. It's you know, and and stay with the squad for another year or whatever. And, yeah. Yep. And, have that progression, but I, I think we need to start changing that ten. Mm. Definitely. Right then, just uh we'll just wrap it up. Uh next week's games. We'll just pick the winner. We won't go for a for a score. That's a bit niche. Or unless you want to go for a score. We'll just say by ten, by twenty, by you know, whatever which winning cool. team by how many points. All right, yeah, nice and easy. Okay, uh start with England, Italy, two fifteen. I think it's going to be a 50-pointer. I think England are going to go and bounce back and hurt them this week. Yeah. I think they'll have had a shooing in the dressing room after the Scotland game. And uh, I've seen that Italy will have had a shooing, but yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm on the same page as Neil. Yeah, I think it, it's England by 35-40 there. I, I think yeah. they'll come out, they'll be mightily unimpressed by what happened last weekend and they'll want to put things right. Yeah. yeah. England by 50. England by 50. Scotland, Wales. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a tough one. I yeah. wouldn't want to put money on this. All right. I'll, it's, I'll, in, I'll, it's at Murray Field, but there's no, is it? It is Murray Field, yeah. And there's, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we've yeah. got no fans there. Mm. You know, but. Um, no fans at Murray Field. Right, is there? If, <laughs> no. if we hold it together against, against England, I think I think we're in for a close game. I think we're in for a 21 yeah. 16 or something like that. Oh. You know, I think, but to Scotland, obviously. Obviously. This fixture down the years, bar, bar the odd fixture, has always been just incredibly exciting, and, isn't it? And, and both yeah. sides have always gone for it. And you know what? I if, if, if we lose on Saturday and it's something stupid like 44-42, I'll, 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 I'll be happy that I've watched 80-odd minutes of, of yeah, pure yeah. entertainment. I've, I hate to say this as a Welsh supporter, I'm going to go Scotland by three. I really wow. am. I, I, I just, I just think that, yeah, yeah, I just think at the moment we're, we're still lacking that bit of confidence that we, we don't quite know that the transition is still there. It's hanging in the air from the Gatland oh. era into the PVAC era. So 
He's still trying to put his mark down. We've got a couple of players out injured. I know that they've, you know, Botham's been called up and Lewis Halaholo as well. And, you know, great, great players. I just think there's a little bit too much of, yeah, I'm, yeah, Scotland by three. Don't put that out, Tom, whatever you do. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, I'll cut that bit. <laughs> Scotland, home advantage by five. By yeah. five. I uh, think that'll be the game of the weekend. I think will. that'll be a really close game, that game. Definitely. No, we have to turn around and beat Scotland by 15 points. You know, <laughs> yeah. Six nations, you don't know. <laughs> I know who I'll be cheering yeah. for. And then to wrap it up, Ireland France, 3 p.m. on Sunday. That is a Six Nations classic fixture yeah. for a 3 p.m. Sunday. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, what you the, the last international rugby game I was at was France-Ireland in Dublin two seasons ago or whenever it was, and Ireland beat them by 34 points or something, like the biggest win Ireland ever had against France. A really good Irish team on form. I think we peaked about then, right. and France were at their worst. So, completely different I'm game say, now. Almost vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost vice versa. But I think with a bit of dog, you know... Uh, and 15 Like, the head. The head is going to say, oh, France. France will probably win that 15 points or whatever. Yeah. No. I go Ireland by oh. two points. Ireland by two points Billy, with a bit of dog. Billy Burns. Billy Burns is going to drop a goal to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be a hero. <laughs> National hero, national yeah. hero. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I think, I think, although France were immensely impressive at the weekend, um, will Ireland bite back? I, I think, yeah, it's, I think it's another tight one, but I think it's a 33 to 27. Yeah, uh, and maybe Ireland are just going to get the edge on it. I think, you know, after yeah. losing. Uh, on Sunday, despite you know playing well, um, yeah. you know, I think I think, yeah, but could be fifty pointer. Who knows? Nations, yeah. <laughs> anything can happen, can it? Yeah, I'll back the trend. I'll go France by three as well. France by three, yeah. yeah. Scotland, Scotland by three, France by three. I just think it'll be. We say two incredibly close games. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really do. I think, I think that France Island game that that Neil could be potentially the the match. Yeah, of uh, of, of of the weekend. Saying France just basically on on the premise of Dupont, what we said earlier on, you know that he that he could yeah. potentially. But again, it's difficult to tell. We in terms of you know because there's no crowds there, the crowd can be yeah. an extra five points. You know, yeah. sure. so, I love it. I love it with not having crowds though. Hearing the comms of the players. Talking yeah. to each other is fantastic. I, I, I don't know about you boys. That might sound like a really sort of anoraki, shadow <laughs> type thing to say, but personally, I, I think it's great. I don't yeah. know what you boys are thinking. Brilliant. Brilliant. They are losing, like you say, um, Dave, they are losing an advantage. Um, you, you haven't got the home advantage anymore. You know? Yeah, every, true. Every yeah. Fans there and chanting Swing Low Sweet Chariot. That's a different game. That's a different game altogether. Yeah, but I think it, 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 in a way suited Scotland because 
they were the underdog. Like, this is you won't mind me saying this, Eddie, but they were the underdogs. They, that obviously goes towards them. They played yeah, absolutely yeah. right skin, but they also didn't have the home fans, you know, putting that pressure on. So it's it's. I think it's going to make it a bit more of a level of playing field this year, maybe. In terms of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, definitely. I have to keep an eye out uh, for for the comments. Actually, I have been, you know, there actually has been a few good ones. So <laughs> now that you've highlighted that, even in the highlights that I watched, there was one or two comments. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. But no, right. I think we'll uh, we'll call it time there. Thank you very much for joining us, gents, and uh, voicing your opinions. Guys. No worries. And uh, nice. yeah, luck on the weekend. Yeah, well. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll. Dave, uh, I hope your team someone... loses. Just a little bit. Gracious to the end. But no, no. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jen. It's been an absolute pleasure talking yeah. to you. And uh, yeah, hopefully, we can all catch up again soon. Um, a big shout out to RTS for supporting us on this uh, episode. And uh, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you very much. <laughs>